welcome back to Blackout, House of Bob's cyberpunk adventure set in the Vantal Megaplex and powered by the Sprawl RPG system. Hi, I'm Christina, and I'm playing Olivia Crow, who's on the run for Mascorp while trying to figure out who's friend and who's foe. This is Schubert. I'll be playing Bunk, the cyberfunky audio junkie, packing beats on the Vantal streets. My name is Alex. I'll be playing Garrett, conspiracy theorist, wildcard, senior citizen. I'm Dan. I'll be playing Tiz, the hard-nosed reporter, tracking down corruption no matter the cost. And I'm Jake, your GM. If you want to support the show, check us out on Patreon, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, or just tell your friends about us. Roll on. Last session, you guys were hired by a woman named Adira to investigate the murder of her brother, Henry Jericho. You learned that he was killed at his workplace, a movie theater in Puget Sound, and he had recently started airing an expose piece regarding the passing angel axiom on his podcast, Jericho Goes. At the theater, you were able to access security footage of four to five suspicious folks who entered the theater just before the incident. You tracked two of these individuals, Dandelion and BBB, to a park in the city, dominated by a large banyan tree. Here, kids play among the tangle of roots and vines hanging from the thick canopy under the watchful eyes of two park rangers peering from underneath the wide brim of their campaign hats. In another section of the park, there's a line forming in front of the pop-up soup kitchen that regularly serves the needy in the area. Bunk and Garrett have arrived at the park, but before they could locate their quarry, they spotted another familiar face. In the lineup, plate in hand, is the hulking form of Blunderbuss Bailey. The two of you are still a distance away from the lineup. As far as you can tell, you haven't been spotted just yet. What's your plan? Okay, my first plan is to stop Garrett from whatever his first plan is. <laughs> <laughs> I just hold I hold him back physically. That, that's yeah. always plan A. <laughs> that's a good plan. Just like, Garrett, don't go in there yet. Hold His on, hand like, like idles like, over the olive oil. <laughs> he's ready. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a little holster made up for it. Little, little squirt guns that shoot olive oil. <laughs> You're gonna like pull me behind a line of people so nobody sees me. I have questions about my body armor or my in- invisible tracksuit. Does that just affect rolls, or does it does it give me any, any kind of real camouflage? How does it work? I mean, it gave you a plus one on checks to okay. go without notice. So. Okay. Again, yeah, it's not, you know, invisibility. It's not even really camouflage. It just kind of lets you blend in with your surroundings. Makes you uninteresting to the eye, so to speak. Okay. Did Blunderbuss notice them? No. No? Okay. As far as they know, no, anyway. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, we want to find out what Blunderbuss Bailey is doing here, but I think I want to get the crowd on my side first. Mm. If you know what I'm saying. I think it's time for a pop-up concert. (laughs) I think it's time for me to hype this group up. Soup at the Park is about to get funky. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, we're we're waiting for it to happen. I've had funky soup. It's just what we all need, right? Well, well, what does this look like? Like, do you have, what kind of equipment do you have on you to make up a a pop-up concert? Yeah, this looks like me grabbing some portable Bluetooth speakers (laughs) and, 
you know, throwing them out on the ground and just starting like my usual DJ set. I'm like, what's up, everybody? It's Bunk. Get ready for some fresh new jams. And yeah, I dish out some like pretty laid back grooves. I mean, I don't want, I don't want to get too, too hype, too crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> too fast. <laughs> Not too soon. Anyway, yeah, you, tar- yeah. you started off with one of your slow jams. Yeah. <laughs> build, build them up, you know. Yeah. I don't want anybody <laughs> spilling hot soup. First question is kind of what's your objective here? My objective is for the crowd to love me. Sure. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want to have a little bit of control over the crowd just in case, like, we have an interaction with Blunderbuss and they're, like, after us. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I could get some people in the crowd to like hold them off first you to know, die in front bit. of the bullets or, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly uh, <laughs> you can't play any of your b-sides then <laughs> this is a fresh new beat oh okay this is just for them uh, this is off the dome question about blunderbuss yep the last time we saw them was it when i got my ass beat and went to the hospital was that uh, our last interaction no <laughs> surprisingly enough the last time you saw them was when uh, you were escaping from Applewood Terrace. So you guys were in the van. You had just kind of escaped their little ambush and they were chasing after you. But your van was a little faster than them. So Okay. Well, we got out with the help of Becky Pulse, right? Yeah. That time. And the time before that, we you only escaped because there was a blackout. Otherwise... Blunderbuss Bailey would have fucking killed you, Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's when you you met in the car park, when you, you thought you were going to meet Joseph, right. one of your contacts, yeah, and they were definitely doing a number on you, but you managed to escape. But, like, coming out of Applewood Terrace, it was getting my ass handed to me by Blunderbuss, like, that was the last time, and then I was in the hospital. Do we know what happened to them? Are they still, like, in their corpse, like, good graces, or did they get, like, fired for fucking this up? That you don't know. I guess they're waiting in line at the soup soup line, so... Does Blunderbuss look like they are waiting in line for soup or something like that? Well, we're doing two different things at once. Let's get Bunk to roll his fresh new beats to sure. start this concert off. While he's doing that, Garrett can be investigating and you know taking a look at Bailey and their surroundings. Yeah, I'm going to like look over people's shoulders and try not yeah. to be seen. Sounds good. But yeah, let's start with uh, fresh new beats, please. So I only rolled a six, but I have a plus one style, so seven. Cool. So yeah, on a seven to nine, you gain one hold, and you can spend the hold during this you know, scene to either get an NPC to give you something you want, do something you ask, fight to protect you or your cause, or disobey an order given by someone with authority or leverage over them. Ultimately, yeah, you've got these guys on your side. Most of the audience here is either you know, the poor and homeless, or there are some, you know, like families and kids playing in the park. Other notable people, there's the couple park rangers, which are essentially security for the park. And otherwise, you don't spot any, like, particularly talented fighters or anything that might be able to help you out. But you know at least that, yeah, that at least they're on your side. Sweet. So I assume, like, most of the people here in the park are kind of at least listening and into the jams. What about the park rangers and blunderbuss Bailey? Are they looking like they're jamming? The rangers have kept their distance, but they're watching and, you know, you can see them. One of them is tapping their feet to the beat, that kind of thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they do seem to be on the job still, so to speak. Yeah. Okay, sweet. But they're not stopping me, so that's no, good. No, 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 no. People haven't really peeled off of the line for uh, food, and Bailey is still in that line. 
Sweet. I think I'm going to kind of set up some tracks to play kind of on their own so that Garrett and I can kind of talk and do some investigating maybe. Yeah, so Garrett is kind of poking around a little bit, kind of moving through the crowd and taking glances at Bailey and you know throughout the rest of the audience. Do you want to roll assess or? Yeah, that is a six. I didn't assess very much. If the failure stands, you're just not going to get a lot of information. You can try to help out and you, you could push it to a partial success and get some more juicy deets. Sure, I'm kind of eyeing the crowd as well and ask them to like come closer to you. Oh, so they'll yeah. like disperse and I can get a better look. Yeah, Garrett, Garrett and I are kind of speaking through our cybercoms, I think, and I'll kind of draw in the crowd a bit more. I'm like, everybody gather round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Oh, I guess I have to roll. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled really terribly. I rolled a three. So <laughs> even with a plus two, that's only a five. So we both just fail at looking around. <laughs> <laughs> so in that case, I think I'm going to give the initiative here to the other people here that haven't spoken yet, which there's one person in the crowd who is BBB. <laughs> BBB, you are in line and at the little soup kitchen here, bowl in hand, eagerly awaiting. Waiting for seconds, I meal. bet. Yeah. Or seconds. <laughs> I yeah. definitely was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, soup stain around his, uh, I don't know, does he have facial hair? Uh, No. In fact, he's wearing a hat now. <gasps> something different from before. Oh. <laughs> he wears up his lips. Yeah. Yeah. Incognito. That's character yeah. development. And he's basically to the person serving soup like, come on, man. There, nobody's in line anymore. Even though that's not true. <laughs> well, you get closer to the front of the line and you see that the person currently on duty serving food is an old acquaintance of yours, Dandelion. Oh, <gasps> I have to put my hat down a little bit. <laughs> hey, BBB. <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? You want some soup? I mean, I'm in line. nice to see you too (laughs) so uh, have you guys seen each other since the incident or is this fresh depends i don't i don't know what bbb does like are you still involved bbb has had no relationship anyway with the passing angel axiom since then whereas dandelion has has been working for the uh, axiom Mm -hmm. okay so like, how often do you do these soup kitchens, do Yeah, you that's think? what I was about to mention. Like, I, I do do some of these outreaches from time to time. Like, it's kind of a one, once a month kind of situation. Yeah, so you've probably seen them around. <laughs> I feel like yeah. if there's free food, then BBB finds it. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Like a hound dog. He sniffs it out. Like, you still come to, like, the initiate meeting for the free donuts and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) In multiple disguises. I've seen that hat before. (laughs) He's probably got a list of, like, all the places in town where he gets free food in a little, like, notebook. He knows, like, the park on Wednesdays, soup. Passing oh, yeah. his, his Thursday, calendar. crackers. I think if you asked him, he would say he has it all up here. It's all up here. <laughs> but He's when he means organized. up here, he means his like cyber implant. <laughs> <laughs> you can afford. Well, oh, yeah, I guess if you eat for free all the time, you can yeah, afford a cyber implant. Definitely. <laughs> all right. So to answer your question, I see BBB about once a month. Yep. Sure. <laughs> for soup. 
<laughs> so just to kind of set the stage a little bit, I was just going to read the bits that I sent to Dan and Christina just to let them know what Dandelion and BBB have been up to. For Dandelion, since the day of your initiation, the Passing Angel Axiom has continued to give you simple tasks, most of which involve securing meetings between high-level Axiom members and influential people that you have access to through your wealthy family. You've had to be pretty careful and secretive about this, as you doubt your folks or their stakeholders would approve of your dealings with the Axiom. In return, the Axiom has been friendly and welcoming. You've been recently promoted to a first-level Opal Adjutant, or given responsibility over a small group of acolytes tasked with converting more followers to the cause. You still receive your missions from Octa Quinley, who continues to tease truths and revelations about the world in exchange for your continued service, as well as your safety from whatever divine punishment awaits humanity. In particular, on this day, you are supposed to meet a client here in the park after your shift. Once you meet them, you're to escort them to a secret location where they'll be meeting with Octa. As for BBB, after the initiation, BBB returned to his normal day-to-day life, normal day-to-day job, whatever that may be. Unsure of what to think of the events of that day, BBB sees the Axiom on the news regularly. As the blackouts intensify, more and more people turn to the Axiom and the answers they provide. At the same time, tensions arise between the more fanatical anti-cyberware members of the Axiom and the general public. Since the initiation, while walking through dark alleys or grazing at a snack table for the local bowling league mixer, you've gotten the sinking feeling that you're being watched or followed. And so, yeah, you guys have met each other before, but I think under kind of awkward circumstances. Yeah, hence the hat. You know, that's why I've got it. <laughs> Apart from participating in a murder, like, we haven't really <laughs> yeah. had much time to chat. <laughs> you don't think that's like a, a intense bond that you made? I, I do think not. that was a very intense <laughs> car ride we had back yeah. to town. We bonded, but not in like a good bond. Yeah, bond and trauma. Yeah, seeing BBB brings up bad memories. An anti-bond. <laughs> <laughs> so Dandelion, you see someone start breaking out audio equipment in the middle of the park and starts an impromptu little concert there. And... There's starting to get be a lot more activity and a lot more attention in this area than maybe you were expecting or hoping, considering you have this supposed-to-be-clandestine meeting later. Do I see people being, like, drawn that otherwise weren't coming over this way? Yeah, you know, that there's, you know, someone who is walking by on the streets, and they start heading over just to see what's going on. And, you know, there's, like, restaurants nearby where people are eating out on the patio to listen to the music and that kind of thing. So there's absolutely more attention on the park than there would have been otherwise. Gotcha. Okay, I look behind me and I see a guy named Stanley leaning against the tree. I'm like, hey, hey, Stanley, let's uh, let's stop lo- uh, laying around and while we go push some pamphlets. Get out on out there, Stanley. <laughs> it's, it's just um, a first name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this isn't Stanley's cameo. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, he sounds like a kind of a... A lazy schmuck is what he oh, is. Oh, okay. Uh, a lazy <laughs> schmuck. You turn around to Stanley, your initiate or your acolyte, mm-hmm. and direct him to start handing out flyers. And you, he gives you a big sigh and really aggressively picks up the stack of flyers and starts uh, with a huff marching off into the crowd. It's just your soul, Stanley. It's just your soul. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Uh <laughs> <laughs> is there uh, something that you want to get out of that? Or? 
No, I just wanted to send out a few of my people out into the crowd, though, and start trying to talk to the newfound people that are coming to the concert. So Yeah, sure. It's a great opportunity for outreach, and that's what I'm here for. Sounds good. Anything that BBB or Dandelion want to do before we switch back to Garrett and Monk? I, I give BBB a healthy spoonful of soup. <laughs> Thanks, man. Like right into his mouth? Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, <spoon laughs> the wrong word. Ladle. <laughs> Ladle, yeah. Oh, but okay. I knew what you meant. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I take it and I kind of go over to the, the big tree. <laughs> what, what was it called? The, a banyan uh, tree. Ban- banyan, banyan tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Banyan Canyon, right. Which is a kind mm. of fig tree, apparently. Oh. Mm. T-I-L. Yeah, so I pick up a fig <laughs> that fell on the ground. and Put it in your soup. And uh, yeah, I dip it in, I eat it. No, I'm yeah. just watching, I'm watching the crowd, watching what's going on. Enjoying a free show. Uh, enjoying is a strong word. <laughs> no, you're enjoying the free yeah. part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, free, free's good, but the, it sounds more like noise to him, for sure. Mm, free noise. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bunk and Garrett, yeah, the only issue with your little pop-up concert here is that it's kind of made it a little harder for you to get a good look at Bailey and to try to find your targets because again there's more people coming in and this crowd forming around Bunk and his equipment. I think from here basically yeah you you see Bailey in the lineup. I think you probably see as well Dandelion at the table at the front of the lineup but in order to get any more information you'll have to come up with something else. Okay so I do recognize Dandelion from the security Footage. Yeah. This is the same guy. All I'm right. wearing like a sweet new robe though, with like a an awesome badge on it now. <laughs> <laughs> Would we like recognize that as like a passing angel outfit? Or like are they known for dressing that way? I think that's up to you, Dan, if you want that <laughs> to be if you if you're advertising your Axiom affiliation mm-hmm. or not. I am advertising it. It is not a uniform, though. In fact, they frown upon me doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a bathrobe, basically. Yeah. So, we, like, we know for sure that you're with the Axiom. Yeah, I have, like, patches all over me. Do you have, like, it pamphlets says, or anything? I am with the Axiom on <laughs> well, it. Ask me about the Axiom, a little <laughs> button on there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I walk up and I ask Dandy about the Axiom because of his little button. You want some soup? Yeah. So, Garrett... If you're getting that close to the lineup, you will be in visual range of Blunderbuss Bailey. How did they not see you when you started a concert? It seems like they were just focused on the lineup. They were hungry. Yeah. Maybe right. they enjoy my jams. That might be another indicator, though, that they're not here, you know, for us or, you know. Obviously, getting us was uh, was just a job that they had. So okay. I'm hoping that uh, maybe they have a different job. Well. Now. Like the whole crowd is hyped up and mm-hmm. there's security guards here. I feel like if Blunderbuss was going to like... Mm-hmm. I feel decently safe. Yeah. With the crowd on my side. Somebody, somebody will intervene. Okay. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to go get some soup. I feel safer now than I did before the show. Yeah. You can be a few spots behind Blunderbuss. You know. Yeah. Be low key with your uh, sweet camo or camouflage jacket yeah. or whatever. Blend in. That is supposed to be his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, sure. Yeah. I think, yeah. If you want to get up there without being noticed and to blend in, then it would be act under pressure, which is cool. But you do get a plus one from your blend in suit. Okay. That's good. Because uh, that makes a, a seven. Okay. <laughs> 
That's fine. I don't think this was a particularly difficult operation. <laughs> Again, there's a lot of distractions right now because of the concert, and you know, you're just getting in kind of the back of the line, several spots behind Bailey. So you kind of cut in around the back of the line. As you do, you do get a bit of a better look at them. And although they're still intimidatingly large and muscular, it's a little different. It seems in a more kind of natural way now. Like, you know, you don't see the the bulging veins or the impossible proportions, more like a very fit bodybuilder or something like that than a hulking wall of meat. Maybe like their augments have been removed or maybe they didn't keep up payments on it or something. Possibly. Or they just stopped doing steroids. <laughs> yeah. Mecca steroids. As you walk by, you see the, the bowl in their hand. It's uh, shaking a little bit. And I mean, Garrett would certainly see signs of this before as someone who is going through withdrawal from some sort of stammer steroid. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Hey, that's your wheelhouse, man. That is my wheelhouse. <laughs> Do I need to like have a gear card to say like have some drugs on me or is it just like a given that I <laughs> um, just have a needle sticking yeah. out of your arm. <laughs> oh, look, some drugs. <laughs> oh, look. Depends what jacket you're wearing that day, I guess. What you left in your pockets. <laughs> yeah. I think it depends to what kind of extent you're trying to use it. You know, if you just are giving someone a puff of your joint or whatever, that's fine. But if you're trying to get this whole crowd going, no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking what I'd like to do is maybe like slip blunderbuss like one hit of something to take the edge off you know oh, you could drop it in their soup yeah yeah is that feasible that i would have like a hit of something that i could like drop in their soup as i, I think by? you have one it's another story to get it in there okay unnoticed i mean this is really uh I was going to say starting the relationship off on a bad foot. <laughs> well, but, but I, I'm, I'm more, I don't know if, if I would necessarily like try to get it in there like secretly. Maybe it's like, oh. um, uh, like a goodwill gesture, you know? <laughs> yeah. Eh? Try to bury <laughs> the hatchet. <laughs> I like that. Well, you have it on you. We'll see what comes of it. Um, <laughs> Because you've got it into the back of the lineup first, right? So right. you see Bailey you know, goes up to the front of the table, gets a bowl full of soup. Okay. As they walk away, you see Dandelion's very familiar and friendly with them. And as they turn around, you see on their front, they have a little uh, volunteer name badge on. Oh. <gasps> they do go and take that bowl and they sit down on a bench and start eating. But you get the feeling that maybe they're just on their break or something. So have they noticed me? No. Not unless you want to be noticed. Here's what I'm going to do. So Danny Lion is like working the soup line. And Blunderbuss has just gotten lunch. And has had a sit down. And I'm just like waiting the line. Yep. And previously you had said you were going to go talk to Dandelion, but... Yeah. So yeah. what I'd like to do is just like wait in the line. Because I would like to get up and talk to Dandelion. Because it is obvious that he's like part of this passing angel thing. And Garrett remembers that there's some thing going on he's he's supposed to remember something about the passing angel axiom today <laughs> oh god <laughs> he knows that much for sure there's something about them and so i'm just gonna wait in line but i'm gonna like you know out of the corner of my eye be like watching blunderbuss and if they like notice me and make eye contact that i'm gonna do that like nod thing <laughs> the nod that translates really well yeah the it, chin yeah. nod the chin nod, the you know, chin that nod. one. 
Yeah, the one when you like see your neighbor who you don't really know that well on the street, like, but you want to be, you know, hey, it's sup, sup in chin form. Sup. It just to feel it out and see what happens. <laughs> sure. Okay. You get to the front of the line eventually. Bunk, are you you're still doing your concert or are you moving in through the crowd or Yeah, like I am still uh playing songs, but I am kind of moving through the crowd now and just kind of saying hi to people and getting on everybody's good side. Sure. Trying to see if I notice anybody like, you know, people that we saw on the security videos or passing angel axiom members. And I'll definitely be keeping an eye on blunderbuss Bailey, making sure that they're not going to, you know, take Garrett out suddenly or something. Sure. So I think in your, uh, from your vantage point, you do also see BBB, the other target, I suppose, or the your other quarry. Okay. And they're just, uh, you know, leaning up against the tree, I think, eating, right? Yeah, just enjoying a soupy lunch. Garrett and Bunk, you guys kind of have, you know, the, the advantage here in that both, you know, that BBB and Dandelion, neither of them know who you are or care or expect to be seen by anybody right now. So, right. They'll probably just be going about their business until you interject, which you are about to do, I think, because you're at the yeah. front of the line and talking to Dandelion. Yeah, absolutely. So I asked Dandelion if, like, this whole soup thing is like, you know, I asked, did you guys, uh, and I try not to be, you know, too obvious, but, like, did you guys put this whole thing on, or are you just, like, helping out? Because I want to find out if, like, it's an Axiom soup thing or like there just happen to be some axiom people there well we're we're sponsored by axiom that's for sure they uh, give us the funds to help support the community and i like to give soup wow uh what kind of soup is it it is cheddar broccoli cheddar broccoli nice garrett like gets his i don't know bowl full of soup and then asks if i wanted to learn more about this axiom who could i talk to well, you could talk to me. Do you have like a break coming up or is it okay if we just like chill and these people uh, behind me in line just wait while we chat? Well, I, I can get someone to watch my back. Stanley, okay. Stanley, get your fat ass over here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Apparently I'm a hard ass. <laughs> wow. Do you want me to handle the flyers or do you want me to stand there? I want you to serve soup. Stanley, serve the soup. He rolls his eyes so hard that they almost fall out the side of his head. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a degenerative disease. <laughs> Garrett holds out his hands to catch those eyes in case he needs I'm starting to think Dandelion's not a great boss. <laughs> I wouldn't have expected so. I mean, the guy's probably never worked before. That's true. <laughs> okay, so the two of you slip off. Dandelion, you take a quick you know, look at your watch and see you've probably got another 20 minutes before you're supposed to meet this client mm-hmm. and have a chat. Yeah. Do I notice him looking at his watch? Well, I mean, I guess so. It's not that weird. You asked him if he was getting off work soon, so. Yeah. Does, does he like look at his... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean... I'm meeting them here, am I not? Yeah, you're just, you're meeting the client here and then taking them elsewhere for yeah. the meeting. Okay. But like, you can kind of notice sometimes when people are like, you know, keeping an eye on the time or whatever, like, does it look like he's anxiously keeping an eye on the time or just like i'm not anxious about it i'm just you know keeping keeping check i'm okay. uh punctual so right 
Okay, so I mean, I guess yeah, I have some questions about the Axiom. Like, um, sure. Do you do you guys like put this on every day, or you know what else are you guys doing around town? Oh, you know, we have lots of outreaches. I do this about once a month, but uh, most of the time I'm working behind the scenes. Oh, what's that all about? Well, I can't get into that, but uh, we can definitely uh, get you into the initiate meeting, and we can uh, meet up there, and I can tell you all about it. Is that, like, invite only, or do I just, like, drop in? No, 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 no. You come on in. Should I, like, tell them that you sent me, or? Sure, sure. Is there like a voucher or something you can give me or yeah, is it just I, like... I, I uh, whip out one of the pamphlets and write my name on it. Okay. I put it in my pocket and then I say thank you and I give Dandelion a Werther's. <laughs> just to <Thanks>. be polite. <laughs> You're welcome. I wish the rapper was still on. <laughs> it's like it's covered in like drug residue and from his pocket pocket lint Garrett like fishes around and like pulls out a wrapper and gives that to Dandelion as well <laughs> Dandelion I think you absolutely get referral bonuses for getting people to show up at the meetings so yeah so yeah you definitely write your name on the pamphlet yeah, or whatever totally. okay what, what are the kind of stuff do you do is this soup kitchen on like all the time like I know you do this once a month but like what about all the other people helping out are they all axiom people or oh no yeah there's there's plenty of other outreaches you know there's you know meals on wheels that kind of stuff gotcha gotcha it's called mealies on heelies now mealies on heelies because heelies are mealies on wheelies back and and is everybody here like one of the axiom people or no no they're like there's some volunteers here for sure, but like most of these people are just people of the community. Just people of the community. Yeah. And so I just like kind of gesture at like a couple people and I'm like, what about them? Are they Axiom? <laughs> what about them? Are they Axiom? I'm not and then I gesture point at whoever who's who here. You can figure it out yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if I wanted to like learn a bit more and like talk to some other people who've you know, been part of it, but don't have to like rush back to work. Who would I? Well, you you may notice that people are wearing the little volunteer sticker on their shirt. Oh, could you like <laughs> point out for me? I, my eyesight isn't very good. Um, <laughs> I point at Blunderbuss. <laughs> okay, and so then I like point at Blunderbuss and go, "Them over there? Yeah, and yeah, they volunteer. Okay, can't miss them. Okay." <laughs> And I give a wave and, like, pretend that I don't recognize them. Right, blunderbuss right at Blunderbuss. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you want to be noticed by them. Now. That sounds like now. <laughs> then, yeah, then, yes. You know, Dandelion, you know, gives a little, Bailey, that's my best Dandelion impression. Uh, <laughs> pretty spot pretty good. Just pretty hey, good. Bailey. <laughs> Bailey looks up from their soup and, you know, first looks at Dandelion and then over at the old man standing beside him and just an eyebrow raise and some dawning recognition on their face. I wave again. <laughs> Big, like, dumb smile. They just raise their hand and kind of a small little salute at you. And I just, like, walk over with my soup. Right. And I okay. say thanks to Dandelion and say that I'll, you know, hopefully see him soon. Maybe I'll drop by. And if I wanted to drop by while Dandelion was at a service, when, when would that be? Uh, I'm not usually there, but you can uh, you can ask them, and maybe I'll I'll swing by. Okay. All right. Thank you. 
So just to get meta for a sec here, I think we're moving into the action phase of the mission, so to speak, as you guys have met up with some of your targets. It's a little different than some of the other missions because there isn't like a specific you know, thing you're going for. So we'll kind of do a story clock like we did for the previous mission where you just need to collect enough little bits of evidence and information in order okay. to you know build the complete picture. So I've started a story clock. I think you guys already have one from the information Adira gave you about you know his relationship with the Axiom and one more for your conversation with Dandelion right there too because you've at least confirmed that these people are Axiom members and might have something to do with it. So Bunk, you see Garrett do plan A <laughs> and... <laughs> March right up towards uh, Blunderbuss <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> it was inevitable. I'm just shaking my head like I'm not I'm not surprised whatsoever. You should get one of those like leashes you can get for like your toddlers. Mm. Oh, that would be smart actually. That would, that would be a change in the dynamic of the relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? That's for sure. A welcome change. <laughs> Maybe we should just get like a GPS collar for him. So at least we know where he's at. Is it like an actual collar? In case he gets lost. We already have Find My Friend turned on on my cyber comps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I mean, I'm I'm not too worried about it because crowd's on my side. And I feel like Blunderbuss's initial reaction wasn't like to grab a sidearm or anything. So, so far, so not terrible. <laughs> so I I walk on over and is Blunderbuss just like sitting on a bench or something you had said? Yeah. I ask them, uh, is this seat taken? They shake their head no. Okay. I sit down and I ask, uh, how's the soup today? They give you like a, you know, a, a so-so hand wave back and forth. Is there like a better day for soup that I should come by? I think the answer is probably no, but does Garrett uh, understand sign language? Uh... He could pretend. He probably doesn't, <laughs> but he'll pretend. I don't know how much that would actually help. <laughs> they give you an exploratory few hand signs to try to gauge whether you understand. I I nod. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like yeah. All right. Yeah, then they okay. continue to make hand signs at you, <laughs> dumbass. And I, I nod a little less assuredly, but but I still like. Yeah, fake it, right? Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you'll pick it up eventually. <laughs> so, so I asked, like, uh, so Dandelion said that you, uh, you, you, you like help out with the Axiom and stuff. What's what's uh, that all about? When you say Axiom, they kind of get a confused look on their face and shake their head no, and then do some signs at you. <laughs> Did they lose their voice? <laughs> you could take a. They piece think of paper. they're having a whole conversation. <laughs> kind of paper, man. <laughs> so yeah. I pull out my pamphlet. And I like point at it. They can and, hear and then you. I, <laughs> and I and I tap on on Axiom like a few times on this pamphlet, and I go Axiom. Oh God! Oh no! <laughs> okay, so, I, I start. I, well, I hang go on. over there. I, know, I I can see this happening, and I give you like a like a little hand gesture to like. <laughs> Walk it back. <laughs> Walk it back. <laughs> You're doing too much, Bunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went too far. <laughs> so my intention is to, like, push their buttons and make a scene and then, like, make a big deal out of how, like, someone who works for the Axiom is being really rude and they owe me something for, you know, being such terrible uh, community service or something. Okay, what's the end goal? 
well, I don't know, to maybe trolling. get... Yeah, trolling. <laughs> <laughs> just to, to, like, get an idea of, like, who else around there is, like, part of the Axiom, or maybe they'll, like, you know, tip their hand a little bit if they're, mm -hmm. you know, apologizing or trying to make up for Blunderbuss, you know, being awful to a frail old man mm -hmm. who was definitely I mean, just minding his own business and totally not... reaction you could understand, it didn't actually them. sound like Blunderbuss is part of the axiom yeah. actually. Like my right. instinct was that Blunderbuss almost they might not have anything to do with this. They might Blunderbuss might just be a nice person in their spare time and is no. volunteering at a soup kitchen. <laughs> no. Like what? they might not even be doing a job here right now. Like I don't think we should assume no. anything. Well I, Dandelion said so, like gestured at yeah, but Dandelion seems like an idiot. Like, I don't know if we can trust <laughs> Dandelion. I think Dandelion just said that they were... Is this through the comms, please? Say you're <laughs> <laughs> it's the best information I have. <laughs> I believe Dandelion just said that, pointed at Bailey as someone who was working at the As kitchen. a volunteer. Yeah. As a volunteer mm -hmm. for the kitchen, not necessarily oh. as an Axiom member, but I okay, guess well, it didn't uh, rule that out either. So, well, I mean, you know, I'm tapping on the pamphlet, and <laughs> does Blunderbuss react I was just anyway? hoping that maybe we could get on Blunderbuss's good side for once. Well, we'll see how well he rolls. <laughs> uh, I think it's probably style. You're trying to rile them up, push their buttons, get under their skin. Thirteen. Oh. I'm way under that skin. <laughs> so under that skin, you get right under the subdermal plating. Hmm. <laughs> You see them, like, they're during this conversation, they're repeatedly, you know, trying to dissuade you, I guess, right? Like, no, no, that's not me. That's not who I am. But again, you're only getting kind of part of the conversation here. Right. But you can see their facial expressions, and you can see them go from calm to frustrated and confused and back to frustrated. And then you see them you know, almost as if they have some kind of ritual where they try to calm down. You know, they close their eyes and they concentrate for a bit, but you continue to poke and prod. Okay, so their eyes are closed. I do literally the same thing when I'm talking to Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> While their eyes are closed, I try to slip this dose of this drug into their soup. Oh, boy. Why? To calm them What's down. happening? <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're trying to get yourself killed by Blunderbuss again. No, no, no. Now, now I've gotten close. I dug for something that wasn't there, and now i got to calm them down so I can get out of here. <laughs> this is like okay. Horrick 2.0. <laughs> Just on a suicide mission. A little bit. Okay, well, let's do uh, Act Under Pressure again then, which is cool. So I have like one dose of compliance in my pocket, and I try to just like toss it in their soup while they have their eyes closed. Six, That's a ten. Six. It's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> so does it like splash on the way in, or is it just like a? Whoosh? That's right. While they're momentarily distracted and take their focus off of you, you just pop the cap on this compliance and quickly drop a couple drops into the soup. Okay. I, I, I um, want to smash the soup out of <laughs> Blunderbuss's no! hands well, to save the. I mean, no. they haven't. Uh, uh. Um, they haven't started eating again yet. They're in the middle of a conversation. All right. Well, I just abruptly stand up and I give them a pat on the back and I say, "It was good seeing you." And I just walk away, um, like nothing <laughs> happened. Nothing did happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, this isn't going to play out well. <laughs> Okay, I think as Garrett is walking away, 
Bunk, from your point of view, you see Bailey just staring daggers into the back of Garrett's head. <laughs> Give it a minute for the stuff to kick in. <laughs> and then you see them kind of return to that little meditative state, try to calm themselves down and look down at their soup. And I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll some dice. No shit. Oh, boy. Nothing good can come from this. Is this going to be how hard it hits them or whether they drink their soup? This is going to be how mad they still are. <laughs> oh. I mean, <laughs> I'm guessing Superman. I know how I I would feel after that interaction. <laughs> yeah. I got middle of the road angry. Is that too angry to finish the soup? I think it is. I think Fuck. they look down at their soup and you can see like before they're the hands were shaking, right, from whatever side effects they were experiencing. And you see right now it's shaking even more, and some of the uh, soup is starting to spill out of the side as the hands shake. And they put the soup down and grab their hand and kind of wring them back and forth a little bit. I think Triple B kind of has been clocking <laughs> it a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're going to saddle up and pick up that soup. <laughs> 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 that makes way too much sense. Uh, yoink. Yeah. They're all like, hey man, keep on breathing. And all like, takes it. <laughs> oh boy. With that, I think Bailey stands up and starts walking in the general direction of where Garrett ran off to. <laughs> I want to follow BBB now, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there eating soup. <laughs> this wonderful Having trip you're about to have. Time. Yeah. <laughs> this soup tastes way better than you remember the first, or the, I guess this is your third bowl now. Yeah. Actually, the funny thing is it tastes worse. <laughs> I think Bunk and, and Garrett, you, you know, remember that although seeing Bailey was uh, worth your attention, you realize, or you, you know, remember that you do have a job here, a mission here. You've spotted BBB, you've spotted Dandelion. Dandelion right now, I think it's getting near the end of the shift and you see them begin to pack up, you know, a little uh, the backpack of their belongings and start to wandering off towards the tree in the center of the park. Is it fairly easy to, like, pick out who the other Axiom people are because they have, like, pamphlets or stuff? Uh, yeah, you can you can clock a few of them if you want. The yeah, others, Stanley handing out uh, <laughs> pamphlets, and no, he's on okay. soup detail right now. I'm <laughs> oh, no, back on soup detail, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can certainly pick out a few other uh, I, members just by you know if, if you spend long enough here. Absolutely, I want to like one at a time, like go seek them out, ask like the same sort of questions, like what's the axiom about? Where do you guys meet? If I wanted to go, when would I go? And like collect as many pamphlets with like getting them to write their names on them as possible. That's fine. You know, they're not cagey about it. They're happy to speak to someone who's interested in the Axiom. And they all point you at there's a chapel in Puget Sound where they meet regularly. And you're invited with a warm welcome. And I make sure to get, like, each of them to, like, write their name on a pamphlet for me before they give it to me. Because I get the idea that I might be able to, like, pull out, well, so-and-so sent me later and try to, you know, get into somewhere I'm maybe not supposed to be. Sure. How many pamphlets do you think I can get before, like, <laughs> they, they start to realize I've it. had enough pamphlets? I'm going to roll for it. Roll, roll a d6. Five. Five plus one, which was uh, so I've got already. six pamphlets. Okay. Since this actually seems like a good idea, 
Uh, can I use my <laughs> one hold to ask the crowd to do something that I want? Yeah. I'll just be like, my friend Garrett, he's like a nice old dude. And like, he just needs some people Aww. to talk to. So if, if y'all can just like <laughs> hang out with my bro Garrett, like answer his questions, like just be nice to Garrett because he's had a rough life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just look at him. Not upon himself. But. <laughs> <Just> look at <laughs> him. <laughs> I think to give that a gameplay element, let's let's turn that into a couple pieces of intel that you guys will be able to use later. Sweet. Beautiful. Anything else you're doing in this park right now? Any of you, I guess. The only other thing I was thinking is like doing some kind of tracking on Dandelion and BBB. But we know there's social media and all that kind of jazz. Well, and now we know what church it is that they go to. Mm-hmm. And I have a pamphlet with Dandelion's handwritten name on it. Yeah. I don't want to like do anything to spook them. So I think that's fine. I mean, to be fair, I've written my name on like hundreds of pamphlets. Yeah, exactly. So it's not <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> I could show up at, you know, an Axiom service and like ask about <laughs> you because I assume that people know you, right? Oh, totally. You're like a known element. Show up with like 30 flyers. <laughs> like, look at all these people that want look. me to join. <laughs> <laughs> look at all these flyer miles. <laughs> but yeah. I'm I'm down for uh, heading out of the park before something goes terribly wrong. Okay. We, the audience, I guess, then will follow Dandelion. They head over to the tree uh, in the middle of the park and lean up against one of the roots and you know, kind of play around their phone for a bit before... No, no, I have a little ukulele I take out. Uh, correction, <laughs> a little ukulele. Yeah. Little ukulele phone. <laughs> uh, a smart ukulele. Yeah, ukulele yeah. app. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before long, a, a man approaches Dandelion, and this man is a, a, a little uh, heavy set, buzz cut, glasses. Looks like they're sweating a little bit in the, the heat. And they walk up to you and say, Dandelion? That's me. Uh, I think you're meant to um, introduce me to someone. Absolutely. Just follow me back to my car and I'll uh, take you right on over. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, actually, let's 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 take uh, public transport first. You never know who's kicking around. He laughs a little bit when you say public transit and uh, follows behind you. And you guys get on the bus. Eventually, uh, it's not too far from the park. You guys uh, get off the bus at a sauna, and you're you're led into a private room, and you guys get to. Get to naked. Well, I guess. <laughs> uh, I, I guess it's a uh, co-ed sauna. So you're supposed to meet Octa here. Oh, that's good. That's point. fine. Well, we're not. We're just it's in our future. towels. It had better it's be future. in the future. I mean, yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> Get over yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we've all got genitals. We've yeah. all got cyber attachments. Well, <laughs> yeah, we've all got <laughs> medical enhancements and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, <lucky>. yeah. <laughs> uh, my parents are rich. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> they were very worried about that. For, yeah. <laughs> for, your, for your 18th birthday, they got you a, it's just an extra want. set of genitals. Just a crazy hog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted the X2 model. <laughs> yeah, throw a real fit about it. Oh, boy. Send in your fan art. <laughs> if I'm going to have two wieners, I want, I want a big one. <laughs> 
And after a, a little while in the sauna, Octa Quinley walks in, your main contact at the Axiom and the person who's given you most of your jobs and missions. Mm-hmm. Usually during these meetings, you're kind of, you know, pushed off the side a little bit while these two talk. Your job is really just to Introduce. facilitate these meetings, mm-hmm. make it happen. But you, you listen in and overhear what they're talking about. And Octa asks, uh, Wilfred, you uh, got my proposal? And Wilfred replies, we can get you in, but we'll have to pull in a lot of favors. It's going to be costly. And they, they go back and forth a little bit discussing terms. You hear a lot of numbers and locations and things like that going back and forth. And eventually they seem to ma- reach some kind of agreement. Wilfred goes out to the, the front door and actually just grabs his bag and pulls out some look like little ID cards. And he says, here are the passes. We'll be in touch with the rest. And hands them off to Okta and leaves. So Bunk and Garrett and Olivia and Tiss meet back up after doing some of their initial recon. You share what you guys found out at the park, you know, that you met these two individuals and got some information about the Axiom and where they're meeting. I show off all my pamphlets. Show yeah. off all your pamphlets. Olivia's like, and what else? <laughs> I say, it went about as good as you'd expect. <laughs> <laughs> we did our best. You did your best. Yeah. And nothing nothing else happened. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why nope. she asked that you, question. You got an address and some names. Yeah. 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 I mean, Garrett's not dead. There's that's that. a good point. Nats. He's not uh, kidnapped either. That's a that's a plus. There was definitely mm-hmm. no confrontation. Yeah, I was hoping to get on Blunderbuss's good side, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Not yeah, anymore. I don't yeah. know if they have a good side. <laughs> that's true. They might not. So you, you guys had a couple other you know leads. You had talked about going to Jericho's house and seeing if there's anything useful there. Obviously, there's now the sermon at the Axiom. And the one other one was there's one other person in the video from the movie theater that you were able to track down. This person was a little harder to find. Your usual approach of just scanning social media doesn't get any results this time. Looks like this person's actually kind of actively trying to hide or cover their tracks. But you're able to get a lead because there's some very big debt collection contracts out on Lex. Mm. Seems she owes a whole lot of money. Garrett puts out a little APB on his crime network and eventually gets a hit. She's been seen at a car mechanic shop nearby. Can I buy her debt? Oh, uh, I think so. That, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's leverage, man. Yeah. I think it's actually probably more than you could afford, but you could buy some portion of it. How many cred do you think it would be to get like a, a sizable enough portion that I could like show up and be like, I'm here for kneecaps or whatever I want. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think you're going, Olivia says. <laughs> but we can bring the paperwork. Or I could send a guy, you know. But enough for leverage. How many creds would it cost me to get some leverage if I wanted to buy some of this stuff? Yeah, sure. Let's say, um, let, let's call it three cred, and that's okay. like a sizable amount of leverage. Like, can we say half or less than half? Um... No, let's call it, yeah, let's call it half. Majority share, <laughs> 51%. That's pretty good. Okay. All right, done. Well, should we go pay Lex a visit? I think so. I'm scared for her. <laughs> Bunk, you stay behind. For obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for obvious yeah reasons. you know what you did. Bunk and Garrett, you've done enough. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll like babysit Garrett 
So I mean, there's no reason Garrett can't come actually. Well, other than the oh, we just don't like want real to. reasons. <laughs> yeah, is there any other character you can play? <laughs> well, you guys, you, you guys could tell me to like play the tough guy act, like be in the background and look tough, and that makes me like feel good about. Okay. All right, sure. About being relegated the to the sidelines. Uh, look cool. <laughs> look tough for from us. the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does that sound, Garrett? Crack a window yeah, I can you. look tough. I can look tough. Oh yeah, no. I guess Bunk could be the driver for that mission. Yeah. Yeah, you guys just wait in the car. That's <laughs> what we tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's always menacing looking guys in the car. We want you though in the back seat, Garrett, to make it look like, you know, you're like a boss, a crime boss or something. Yeah, real, real absolutely. Cool. And I put the child locks on. Crime boss locks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. Are we rolling around in the RV or Always. I assume yes. All right. We never stop. It even drives it now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so I put out this APB on Lex and I find out that she's in a lot of debt. And through some of my connections, I buy a sizable portion of that debt. And we decide to like roll up and do some intimidation. Sure. So you guys get into good luck, Gary and drive down to another part of Puget Sound where there's a old mechanic car shop garage. You stake out the place for a little bit just to get the feel before you barge in and you see a lot less mechanicking and a lot more gang activity than would normally happen in such a place. You see, you know, a lot of toughs coming in and out and you see trucks come and go carrying unknown material. You continue to watch the garage for a little bit, and eventually on one day you see a truck pull up a little U-Haul, basically, to the side, and you see the person that looks to be Lex pop out of the truck cab, person who matches the description you got off the security video there. And as they're moving around to the front of the truck, you guys kind of saunter up, ask. Hey, you Lex? What he said. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out in two weeks. Thank you for listening to The House of Bob. We'd love it if you'd give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Helps other people find the show. You can also talk to us on social media at The House of Bob on most platforms. All of our recordings are also up on YouTube. So if you or someone you know wants to listen in a different way, doesn't do podcasts, that's fine. We understand. You can get them on the channel as well. It's youtube.com slash The House of Bob. And I've got two quick announcements for you this time. First, we'll be participating in virtual canzine later this month. In previous years, we've attended the physical event and always had a great time, so we're excited for this opportunity. Canzine will be October 24th through the 26th at canzine.ca. Check it out and see all the awesome creators at the event, and maybe pick up uh, one or two of our RPG scenes. Additionally, if you've ever been to one of our booths before, you've seen some of the very cool resin art created by fan favorite Hob member Christina. Her art is now available online. You can find it at Playful Resin Labs on Etsy or Instagram. That's Playful Resin Labs. I'd like to thank our Patreon supporters. That's Volt, Tom Wesley, Mike, Scooter Emerson, Robert, Ray Kearney, Luke Conroy, Kieran Duffy, Keith Haddad, Josh Jordan, Jessica, and Block at 12. Artwork was by Sean at Sean Mix. Audio production by Alex of Astronic Audio. And the music was by John Julius, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. Thank you for listening. Roll on. That dickbutt is following me everywhere now.